2: All right, play the music, start the show, Dan. Let's get this train wreck
3: rolling. <laughs> done and done. Clearly glad
4: friend. Let me in. Oh!
2: A little bit of the bubble The Monday Night Messiah. For the love of God, stay
4: away from the different dots. Move to the music. Play the music. Move it to the music. Yeah. Run.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the W.I. podcast my name is pc Tunney. i am your commissioner and the Commissioner of the united states of the americas and i am joined as always by the other half of the world's greatest tag team never it's him it is him it doth be a scientist and that's a fact it's
3: dpp it's science i love it i love it do you do you how much do. do you love it i you know you do? It's, it's a it's... Lion asshole no, I mean... No, it's,
2: it's Friday. I'm sorry, it's Friday. So you do love it now. It's done with. It's behind you for the week. You got a clear, you know, 60 hours of relaxation.
3: And Monday off, brother. Oh, oh yeah.
2: All right. Well, you know, last week I started the show in with a little poem. And as I'm reciting the poem, I'm like, you know, this is where dreams come to die. When you make fun of somebody else's team before you even play, and sure enough, somewhere in the – oh, God, here we go. Somewhere in the – yeah, yeah, you got the hat on. You're you're, you're awesome. Uh, somewhere in the first half, um, somebody lost their mojo, and that would have been the Green Bay Packers. AJ, congratulations, big victory. You know, you texted me, and then during the game, and you didn't gloat text me afterwards, so I appreciate that. I respect <laughs> you even more for it. He's funky and also oh fresh. He's AJ Bellas, Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. Go ahead, get it out of your system.
5: And and four and two now after beating those uh, those devilish Green Bay Packers. <laughs> like I said, the text I thought was funny. Where I'm like, all right, I watched the first quarter. I'm going on a date night with my girlfriend. Start driving. Look at the thing. It's halftime. Twenty eight ten. Wait, it was ten to zero. Why is it 28-10?
2: That game flipped in an instant oh. when the ball was tried to get forced to Devontae Adams, and it was all downhill from there. Uh, not much else to talk about there. This is a wrestling podcast, though. This is the DWI Wrestling Podcast, and we, it, it, when we go out to fill out our podcast form every year, we never. it's actually a cooking show just to be, you know, sure. the box we check is cooking, not wrestling. Uh-huh. And then under under Best Friend, it's listed – Big Dave Ungar, attitude of aggression. Let's bring him in. Our best friend, Big Dave.
6: Man, you guys are really playing this shit up. I mean, everything that we talked about off air is just getting brought in here and and, and I guys, let let's not let's not skip the fact that this is a momentous occasion for the DWI podcast, as this is officially your two hundred and fiftieth episode and unofficially your three hundredth, right?
2: Non-officially, you're probably a little over 300. Um, slightly, slightly unofficially, it's episode 251. But officially, officially, it's episode 250. There is an episode that only myself, DP, and Kitty Killer got to hear.
3: Probably the greatest episode ever.
2: Skype recorder! Skype recorder was our tool back then. And it never showed up in any of DP's files. He'll probably get it, you know. Three weeks from now, and that was four and a half years ago. So, it's shout out to myself, DP, and Kenny Killa—the only three people that have heard. But, uh, but for everybody, it is episode two hundred
6: fifty. Yes, woohoo! Man, I I I would like to uh, take full responsibility for your success, but I won't.
2: I'll tell you what—we can tell a couple stories now. It, so, this is six years. We started in uh, September of twenty fourteen, and our first year, we only did. 10 or 12 episodes. We were doing one a month. Then we started going every week and we were starting doing more Frankie DeFalco shows, um, you know, previewing Bruce City Wrestling, did Chair Shot Radio for a while. But early on, early on, I think Kenny reached out to DP and I and he wanted to have us on his show and we were thrilled and it was great. And then I believe Kenny introduced us to Dave. And ever since then, we've been doing so much shit together um it's been awesome so it's great to have you on the 250th episode dave so there is no doubt that we are better podcasters because of you and kenny that's 100 percent. i've said that a million times
6: all bullshitting aside and screwing around i mean yeah you guys have been we've been linked at the hip for a lot of stuff for the last five years because attitude of Progression started in 2015 and you know stuff like the tri cast which became a yearly thing when when you know before kenny retired sunday segway and we were doing that all the time and it it still gets brought back as we've seen this year which is nice but yeah i mean we've been through it all we've been through uh previewed reviewed god knows how many pay-per-views some much better than others lately much better than others uh but uh, yeah i I mean i i feel you know getting together with you guys and, and collaborating on a lot of different um different shows just different topics you guys have been a major part of the swaggy awards every freaking year that i've done them
4: those are awesome
6: and that's we love them yeah and the award show is always one of my favorite times of the year because of you know largely because of you guys and and yeah i mean the shenanigans were out of control when gator was still around and and we knew he was alive and kicking and you know i feel bad aj never got to deal with gator because he would have just been like what a legend (laughs) <laughs> so, yes. Yes. In, uh, in,
2: in ways, yes, very much so. In <laughs> ways, yes, yes.
6: But uh, I would like to say, AJ, I, I love the old school Tampa Bay helmet behind your left shoulder back there. That is a uh, creamsicle, the swashbuckling debonair dude that he is. So good
5: old Bucko Bruce, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. The, and then the the flag, the red and pewter that I have wearing. And the, and the
6: Bucks are rumored to be signing Antonio Brown. So it's how never about
2: that? Seattle? It's, Denver, Seattle is what yes. I've seen across the bottom line here with SportsCenter on. So we'll see. I mean, Tom Brady had him in New England for a cup of coffee. That uh, worked Russ out worked well. Out with him. Yeah, I, you know, it's just, a, it's just a rental for one year. I mean, you, you, they're going to use him to get their title, and that's going to be the end of it. You know, I, I don't really think he fits in either place, to be honest with you, if you guys want to talk about that briefly before we get into the show. I, I don't think he fits in anywhere. You're all football fans. Think about Seattle. They're, they're not having any problems scoring points right now. If you told me that Antonio Brown was a defensive player with, this, with the stature of skills and proven record on the defensive side as he is a wide receiver, I think any of these teams would welcome it because you can always use more defense. But the ball can only get put into so many people's hands. And Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf and David Moore are doing great things with Russell Wilson right now. And when Godwin's healthy and Evans is healthy, you already have Gronk over there and a couple of other receivers that aren't horrible. I guess they're not Antonio Brown is the bottom line,
6: right? You know where he should go all bullshitting aside, he should go back to Pittsburgh. That was, that is where he would fit in
2: very well right now. Wouldn't that have been something if him and bell would have both ended back up in Pittsburgh this year, DPI. (laughs) Yeah.
3: I had, and I had Le'Veon. I have Le'Veon Bell on my fantasy team waiting to see what team he went to. I'm like, hey, go back to Pittsburgh. That's fine with me. I mean, they got – Pittsburgh's got Claypool coming up as a as a rookie, and they're figuring out ways to use him. And with Washington and Juju Smith, I I don't know if he really – they really need Antonio Brown either, Really, honestly. But I, he's obviously not in the picture for going to Pittsburgh, but –
2: both could have went back oh. to Pittsburgh, but uh, Brown would have never been able to go back to Pittsburgh. No. Go ahead,
6: AJ. Just send yeah. him to the NFC East. Fuck it. I mean, send him yeah, to Pittsburgh. Yeah, like like
5: like like the Eagles would probably be a better choice for Antonio Brown. But here's the other thing where it's like, oh, the C- like Seattle or Tampa, they don't need Antonio Brown. Okay, did the Chiefs need Le'Veon Bell? Yes. Did they really though? They've been doing really good with that rookie. That name rookie's his... been so good that I can't remember his name because it's, like, three <laughs> names and it's hyphenated. <laughs> hey, you go. can't
2: name the starting running back, so name the backup running back
5: then. Fair. is that still Damian Williams?
2: No, Damian Williams is the guy who took the year off because of COVID.
5: Right, right.
2: <sighs> Sean McCoy is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. So behind him, yeah, they're she, yeah. with Darwin Thompson and Daryl Williams. So... Okay. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Plus, with an injured Sammy Watkins, Le'Veon Bell is one of the guys throughout history as a running back who actually doesn't start in the backfield but can line up in the slot and beat linebackers and safeties at the same time.
5: Well, here's another thing, and you're probably going to be happy about this, Tony. Did the Ravens really need uh, Ningakwe? Getting well, traded from the, the, the Vikings to the Ravens?
2: Right, but when he left Jacksonville, it was to go play with someone that was going to be good. And now that the Vikings are one and whatever and no hope, he was, probably was not very content being there. So that was an easy pickup for the Ravens, who could, like I said, you can always use more guys on defense, but there's only so many balls to go
3: around on offense. Yeah.
6: If you're Le'Veon Bell, you must feel like you won the lottery. You get the fuck out of New York with that disaster and you go to the Kansas City Chiefs. That's. Yeah, that's comparable to winning the lottery. I, At least might the have to, Derby or something. Shit.
2: Yeah. I might have to start him this week, too, just because, I mean, you got guys like Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey on your team. You're kind of fucked right now. <laughs>
6: yeah. Just don't yeah. play anybody from the Washington football team, which is going to be their name next year, too, apparently. wf Yeah, what's up with oh. that? I, oh. I know. I listen to their president. He's like, it's not that easy. There's all this branding and all this, that, and the other. And I'm like, dude, stop. That's just bullshit. They're going to be the red. They'll be the Redskins again before too long.
2: (laughs) Part of them are. Part of them is trying to stick it to the league for making them change the name or for having to change the name. Going well, now we're going to take our time, and you can just deal with Washington Uh, football
6: team. I mean, it it, it's kind of funny whenever they they do write ups about them. They're just calling them the football team. It's like God, if they're the football team, then why are they one in five? You know, they should be five and one if you're the football team.
2: Right, President yeah. has been set there. You need Give to it. have a program that's at the highest wow. point of an Ohio state. That's why they're the Ohio State. You that's didn't yeah, see right. you didn't but, see but, the but asterisk. Thinking... Oh, could they be could they be w a f Washington a football team? <laughs>
6: uh, <laughs> yeah, w- but, but, W.A.F., Washington less than a football team. <laughs> but There's but you have waft. to think
5: about it this way. They could be the prominent team in the NFC East.
6: Shit, AJ come on i mean talk about that's like setting the bar on the ground and not <laughs> daniel not daniel jonesing it as you go over the bar you know
5: yeah D- daniel jones knew that his number was 8 and he pulled a steve young but at least steve young scored
6: yeah I,
2: sniper I got I, him I, and he on the softball field <laughs> yeah <it's, laughs>
6: i just watched that and i'm like sniper that, seriously, that's your guys, only don't... That shit would only happen in a Giants-Eagles game. The weirdest <laughs> shit happens when those teams play. Just uh, ridiculous stuff.
5: Th- there's right? a reason why the Eagles have two miracles somehow. So if, if any of
2: you have gone out and watched any of the highlights from the NFL weekend, did you? any of you see Ryan Tannehill run for the touchdown and then kind of finger roll the ball over the, yeah. over and, the goal and line? And almost break his ankle? Yes! yes! <laughs> You want to know what happened? He jumped higher because he was so amped up than he thought he was. And he came down later than he thought he would. And he
5: almost broke his leg. It was hilarious. <laughs> it's fine. Just just hand it off to Derek Henry. You're fine.
6: <laughs> exactly.
5: So right. what's
6: going on in wrestling, guys? Nothing worth a shit,
5: right? Let's, we're going to get to wrestling. Speaking of that,
2: I think it's, you know, it's, what are we getting to? Almost uh, the evening time on the East Coast, nearly 7 o'clock. I, Yep, Let's yep. all loosen up here and watch you drink it. Drink it in,
5: man. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. For my beer down the sink. i got more in the
4: trunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk.
2: And I'm going to be drunk till the next time I'm drunk. I walk in the bar. All right, episode 250 wouldn't be complete without... Oh wow, well, you cut that off quick Oh there it is, is it still there? It's still there, what are you talking it, about?
5: It's always still there, it's, just, here. it's faded
2: As long as DP hears it, we were using his recording Anyway, I'll just keep going, as if I still hear it behind me but I don't want to i got it two-hearted uh, I don't have anything it right back up for you. No, you're good <laughs> 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 what, are you, what, are you,
3: what are you drinking over there, Mixmaster DPP? D- D- Oh, back on the mixed drinks, as a matter of fact. I've got my hey. classic. Uh, oh, I love uh, a different type of Becky special, but it is the absolute mandarin, but with a uh, pineapple soda as opposed to the pineapple juice and Sprite mix. Got Who pineapple sells pineapple soda? soda. Yaritos. Glass pineapple uh, soda. Ah, yaritos.
2: You want to. Y- Give him a plug. Maybe you'll get a case. or something
3: That'd be great. You can get it at your
2: official pineapple soda of DPP. The, the official, DWI podcast. Official, official pineapple soda. Of DWI. Jarritos,
3: <laughs> yeah, delicious, and goes great with vodka.
6: Anything goes great with vodka, which is why I'm drinking it too. So, yeah. go ahead,
3: Dave. Oh, what you drink? There you go,
6: Big Dave. Something with Grey Goose. Who the fuck knows? I mean, it just does it doesn't really matter? <laughs> It's just vodka. Ah, so, vodka yeah. base, base with sparkling fucking ice. Vodka, and, something you know, to it fill it up stuff. with. Yeah, vodka. And to top,
3: something. top off the glass. To
2: me, it matters so little that I usually just drink it with water and a lemon
5: slice. So, That's... so, so, Tony, what are you drinking over there then? Because I, I think we should save me for last for a giant joke. Well, I did
2: already since I went first and said I was drinking the <laughs> two-hearted from Bell's. Um, you can tell but him. I would, but I wouldn't say anything like that to throw you under the bus. So go ahead and tell us what you think.
5: Well, we still have the uh, the Jim Beam and the Coke, but I haven't poured in the Jim Beam yet because it's two fifty boys. We gotta go a little bigger.
3: Oh boy! Yeah. Um, big as your head? Get up. Get a jug of whiskey.
5: Yeah, and a nice up? uh nineteen ninety
6: nine at Albertson's out here, guys. I can tell just by the size of it, because I've got one downstairs too. Yep.
5: Good old uh, it's only forty bucks. Though. Forty bucks,
6: you overthink. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright folks, that's what we're drinking today. Well, I I, I kinda I messed it up. D, DP, let's let us her... 250 times you think you'd know what the fuck you were doing we do the same shit every single time dp let's let everybody know what's happening this week on the dwi podcast what
3: a great recovery but do we
2: well
3: well we're waiting well it's the, big show. This is the 250th Sheet. Sheet.
2: angels yeah just <sighs> angels um, we're going to talk Feels a little good. bit of wrestling, hell in a cell. Uh, maybe we'll get to some AEW. Maybe we'll touch on bound for glory. I don't know. We're just kind of shooting the shit today. I'm, I'm glad Dave is here for episode 250. Uh, we got trivia, Dave, you're, you're not a guest anymore. You're officially the best friend of the program. So <laughs> it's all hands on deck here. We're going after you. It doesn't mean you get to win trivia this week. Um, and we'll have a last call
6: any, that ever I ever won trivia.
2: He, he, won did. He, did he did. One last round. He did. Never. Yeah. It was a streak of guests winning trivia. It was total BS. Yeah, it's total
6: BS. Total BS.
2: <laughs> total Always BS. and forever. And a last call that I couldn't even tell you about what it's about right now. If I wanted to. DPP, ring the bell. <laughs> I'm not not sure what it's yet. That's kind of riddle. No. Okay. I got it. <clears> that riddle? <laughs> Dude. Yo, we could start
6: there. Bro. Dude. Hey, how about Seth
2: Rollins telling him to go pound sand? Let's talk about that. <laughs> I got to get, get another beer. Go ahead.
5: Oh, God. I didn't even watch Raw. He literally told him to go pound sand? Because I, I know they had like backstage a...
6: Backstage sort of stuff. Like, what wasn't it on, on Raw Talk or some shit like that, DP, where Seth was like, I've got no interest in ever facing Matt Riddle in the ring? Because I guess... Matt Riddle's wife criticized Becky's physique, and I'm just like, uh, are you in the ring? I don't see you in the ring. Are you, are you the man? Did you main event WrestleMania? Who the hell are you? So I, that's what I understood was going on. I, I, maybe somebody heard something different.
3: I did I, not. I, I
2: didn't. Yeah. Oh didn't so you guys don't know what I'm talking about.
6: I know what you're talking
2: about. I, I,
5: I heard something backstage happen with Rollins and Riddle. I didn't think that Rollins legitimately said to him like go after yourself.
2: all I know is that he got they asked him about possibly working with Riddle or something. This was like a tweet or on the show or something and or no. He said something about he's heading to Raw, so it doesn't matter anyway. I don't really ever plan on working with him in, in my career. That's pretty much. There's a lot of guys like that. I mean, talent wise, look at AJ Styles has been having some great matches with him, right? I mean, the guy looks like he can work. The guy looks like he sells to people and he, and he does right in the ring. Do you think it's the whole thing in the back where, granted, it's different in the back now? It's not like it used to be. It used to be so stringent and, you know, kind of more run by fear and, and you know, er- earning your stripes back there as opposed to now, not so much you know, less hazing kind of era and things of that nature, but at the same time, do you think maybe he's too brash to the people at the top and it kind of turned all the top guys off?
6: I, I told him I'd heard it was um that I'd heard Riddle's wife had made a comment about Becky's physique oh, that geez. Seth that Seth did not take too kindly to. And and that's why I was saying when you when you were gone, I was like, I was like, who the hell is Matt Riddle's wife? Has she ever stepped in the ring? Did she main event WrestleMania? Was she the man who gives a shit what she thinks? But, yeah, getting back to your point, I think Riddle's personality is the type of personality that is going to rub. I mean, when you're talking about pissing off Brock Lesnar, bad idea. Goldberg, start. not much of a better idea. And, and then you're pissing off now Seth Rollins, too. You're probably doing something wrong, you know? Yeah,
5: I mean... It, it, w- when you poke bears too many times, you, sooner or later you're going to get bit. So,
2: you just threw Matt riddle out there, and I know there have been talks like that. And I had I had noticed it, and when I, when I had heard these different things and this story going on, my ears perked up. So I just thought I thought we'd hit that real quick. Here's how I wanted to start this: the red hell in a cell. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's just, like, uh, your opinion, man. What is just, like, your opinion, man, of the
3: red cell, in a cell around the horn? Fine. <laughs>
5: that's <laughs> about
3: it.
2: You go to hell, Adrian.
3: What do you think?
5: I mean, I'm not a fan of it, especially with that fucking fiend Seth Rollins match with the red lighting. That was just, yeah. I mean, it's sick. Like... It's a cage. We originally had a blue cage. Who cares what color it is?
2: Oh, you don't care enough either. Fuck you, Dave. Come on, give me. <laughs> I'm very
6: upset about it, PC. Yeah, I mean, I- there
2: we go. <laughs> That's my best friend. Uh,
6: I, what AJ said is true, though. I, it does make you look at it and say, uh, yeah, we're gonna get, we're gonna get the fiend red lighting the whole pay per view, and it's gonna be all kinds of fucked up." I don't care. I mean, if they're if they're gonna make a red cage, make it oh. green, make it brown, make it fluorescent pink. Fluorescent pink might actually be cool though. But otherwise, you know,
3: whatever. We won't get the red lighting.
6: Hopefully not. I mean, you, you never know. At yeah, it's twenty twenty, so you don't know.
3: Yeah, that's true. I
2: don't do. know what Vince McMahon's well, gonna like, do. To, to me, the cage is ominous enough in itself, of itself. So if you just use the regular coloring, it kind of it's easier to watch, in my opinion right? Like my brain processes and fills in the space on the action where the cage is in front of it, because 75 to 80% of what you're watching is the camera angle from outside of the cage, right? So for me and my eye, it's easier for me to watch that match, still knowing that the cage, you can't not know that it's there. But to me, it's just it's harder to follow things does anybody else get that, you know, aesthetics does anybody else have that play in their head like that or am i just crazy i mean yeah, no. don't answer don't answer the crazy thing answer the cage thing <laughs> it.
5: i mean yeah no you're you're not wrong where it's distracting where it's a different color and it's like okay maybe someone has like red tights or something so you can't really see something or like they, there's something red in their attire so i get what you're saying i mean the case, If it, if it was just a normal cage it would be fine Red kind of tacky because they're supposed to be
0: in hell,
5: but eh.
3: is that does this affect anything like this is obviously a weird question I guess, but what about colorblindness? I mean colorblind people don't see red they're gonna see an kind of an off color. Does that you know make any effect any difference I would I would
2: imagine that much like platinum do not placate to midgets in their presidential campaigns. <laughs> WWE wow. could give a WWE could give a flying fuck whether or not you're colorblind. I just I... that,
6: yeah. They could That's give really, a fuck about a lot of stuff. That's really it's on their website
2: for their platform. Good, good callback. Ask, back. Him, ask good your call brother. Back. Ask your brother. That's a I know. True story.
6: Callback.
5: I know. I, I know the entire story behind it. They told me they had a short
2: agenda.
6: <laughs> God. Well. That's their, that's their that opinion. That's their opinion,
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's for another edition.
6: Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
2: We got four matches on this card. Where you guys want to start? You want to start off with Elias and Jeff Hardy? Elias still thinks Jeff Hardy uh, hit him with the car. Elias came out and had a mini concert um, on TV on Monday. Uh, I I don't know. I'm I'm glad Elias is back. I think he's one of their better characters. What do you think, Dave?
6: Uh, Elias and Jeff Hardy, shit. I don't. I it, it, this is like one of the matches of the card. I know there's only like four matches that we've announced, but like Elias and Jeff Hardy is like the one I care the very least about. You know, I, I, it's like I'm glad Elias is back, and now he's got a full band backing him up, and Jeff Hardy steals a guitar and rocks out, but. Yeah, yeah. What, what is the deal with these guys? I mean, Elias still thinks Jeff Hardy hit him, even though we know it was Sheamus or somebody who was drunk. And I don't get it, man. Go ahead, AJ. I mean, if you got anything to add to this thing, I just I don't this this this, this is a feud that just is like Jeff Hardy was just the Intercontinental Champion. And now this and and who my my big thing is, as I said many times, is who cares?
5: See, no, I raised my hand because you said whoever's drunk. That's why I raised my hand.
1: Well,
3: of course. (laughs) I did it for uh, the Jack.
5: I did it for the Jack. I did it for Jim Beam. (laughs) (laughs) No, but... uh, But, uh... no,
4: I I, did it for the Rock.
5: I did it for the Rock.
4: I
0: did this for you. Uh, Shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Uh,
5: thank you. But um I mean the only thing that I'm happy about with Elias is they're not they made sure that he's not Jeff Jarrett 2.0. They actually showed like hey, he can play the guitar, not just smash it against someone's head or anything like that. So the match should be fine, should be serviceable. But for something that's like, yeah, this is going to be at the hell in a cell pay-per-view, is this on the pre-show? This seems like a pre-show match.
3: Absolutely. It I does. like the
2: ending DP, DP I like the ending to his concert. Thank you. I love none of you. <laughs> yes.
3: It's great. And that's I love I'm happy that he's back. I'm glad to see him back. And they the thing that kills me is they kind of rushed into it a bit here. Obviously, we know Jeff Hardy isn't the official culprit, so I don't know how they're gonna end the story if we assume it's Sheamus that did this then how do we does that mean Elias is going to turn babyface again and just I don't know it seems like he's a better heel than a babyface just with his character and everything he does he's really great at it I kind of hope they are going to evolve his character a little more rather than just doing the same concerts like he used to do you know do a little bit more but I love the inclusion of the guitar because it has been a while since you know Jeff Jarrett or Honky Tonk Man when we had a guy smash people with guitars so I'm down for that but it, yeah, this seems like more, it should be the pre-show match type of thing, but we've only got four matches so far, so who the hell knows, but definitely happy to see him back. I'm glad he's, you know, if he, was he actually have any injury or was it just to get that record out? Was that the whole reason he took all this time off?
6: I thought he was hurt, but I could be wrong again. Yeah.
2: I think he might have been hurt. I don't know. Is this a, is this a real record? Is he really a rock star? Is WWE like going to float the boat for him? Try, you know it, it, put concerts on for him and you know whatever is this? Are they getting into promoting Elias business? You know that's Vince McMahon's real dream was to be a rock star. I mean, that's look right. at all the shit he did in the '80s, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean,
6: at least he never you had heard. that awesome mullet, like uh, you know. Some of these guys did. Everybody else in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, the Rock and Roll Express. Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson. Look at those mullets.
3: Still yes. got them, baby. Still rocking and they rolling do. them. Still,
6: rock still them. have them. AJ, you should grow yeah. your hair. Only it's ball like, ball. Be instead awesome. of business in front and party in
2: the back, it's like old in front and party in the Balding back. Balding no. in the back.
3: Balding in the front, party <laughs> in the back. <laughs> oh,
5: God. Paul Heyman?
3: Oh, shit. Austin
6: in the front, party in the back. <laughs>
5: And Big Dave, my hair was long. Remember?
6: I do remember, but you didn't go full mullet, man. You need to, You needed to embrace your inner '80s, AJ.
5: Oh, I, I need to embrace the '80s. Okay.
6: You should. Things were better back then. Simpler, right? It, <laughs> yeah,
5: we were. Deep, we were
2: all younger. Let's put it that way. The younger you are, the simpler <laughs> that's, things are. That's, uh, that's awesome. right. Uh, that's all right. Time. Before we get into the big three. Hell in a Cell matches. I I just want to ask around the horn if you guys have any thoughts or opinions on retribution. They're on a brand. They're having matches. Ali is their guy. He's been the guy all along, which makes sense and everything else with what he was doing. How how do you feel about what they're doing with them and what has just happened? Uh, AJ.
5: I'm just happy that they finally sewed in that hacker gimmick where everyone was like, oh, it's CM Punk, it's this, it's this. It's like, Mustafa Ali's like, I was the hacker on SmackDown to scout everyone who's been wronged and needs retribution and everything. So I was actually happy that they finally told us who that stupid hacker was so we don't have to hear more dirt sheets about things. But retribution, I mean, Mustafa Ali being the leader is a good thing. Filth. Um, Let's see what else. I mean, I mean they've... They've been doing good. The only thing that I don't like is the fact that they brought Mercedes Martinez back to NXT and kicked her out because that would have been really good competition for the women's tag titles.
2: No, but that's where... Okay, the Buccaneers have signed Antonio Brown to a one-year deal. Yeah,
6: I
5: saw that because on my phone...
6: There you go. Bucks are... Uh, where's the Super Bowl this year? Tampa. Ah, uh-huh, there it is. No, just kidding, Tony. Sorry. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm worried about that. It's all good. I, let's put it this way: it would have made too much sense for Retribution to have two women that should be working together in the tag team division. That's why they didn't want to do that. AJ. I mean that because makes... well, look at Well, they break up Peyton Royce and and um, Billy Kay, right? And then so they put he, him in they they another tag in a, team match. Put, Well, I think it's because her and Lacey might start a program here, and I'm hoping. Otherwise, to break them up and to put her in another tag team, and then you got Dana Brooke coming out with Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose and Peyton Royce look exactly the fucking same right now. They're like the same-looking person.
5: I'm not disagreeing with you on that, but if you watch later on on Raw, because I actually did see some of it, Miz actually tied that up too, where he was like, I made sure that... Tucker was on Raw, and Mandy was gonna be with Dana, and they went to Raw, and you stay in SmackDown. Is that so? Peyton
3: Royce and and uh, Otis can be big. a be a thing now. Oh yeah, well, oh yeah. Talking yeah. about El Gran Gordo. El Gran and Gordo. Tuck, sorry. Tuck,
2: Tuck, Tucker, who needs that perfect tight Dillinger
5: when you got when you got Otis? Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's
2: move let's move away from Otis and Tucky, and let's get Dave's <laughs> thoughts out. And let's get Dave's thoughts on retribution.
6: <laughs> well, let's just say that uh, Monday was not a good night for retribution, was it? Thank they the got absolutely obliterated first by the Hurt Business. Or let me clarify. First by Bobby Lashley, then by The Fiend. So two guys annihilate this faction. And my thing is, like, when you got a guy, What what is Dijakovic's name now? T-Bar? T-Bone? I don't tea bags, know. T bag, yeah. T hey, bag. They tea got T. They got, here. yeah. DWI two fifty. Getting T bag because that's what happened to Retribution this week. They got T bagged by all these fuckers. I, I don't understand how. How do you establish these guys as anything more than a joke when you do something like what happened Monday night, when they just get absolutely destroyed by. Not one faction, not even factions, by two guys. And you just run roughshod over all of them. I mean, I, I don't, So my thoughts on Retribution is it's over before it even got started. Mustafa Ali can cut a hell of a promo. Don't get me wrong. I love his promos. But how do you recover from that?
2: Why do you have your biggest, most, almost, I mean, in a way, your biggest, most established guy of your group have be the one.
6: To look the worst, too.
2: Tap like, out. Well, is like, why don't you have Mace or Slapnuts fucking tap out or something? Or have because... Ali
6: tap out to the Hurt Lock. That makes sense.
2: It just didn't. It didn't. It, I didn't get it. DP, are you on this line of thinking here? Is this kind of where you were waiting to go in
3: this direction oh, too? Hundred percent. I was gonna say the the moment they named them, that faction was dead. I mean, when you came up, yeah, whatever it was, you know, Slapnuts and Peacunt and Cross Stitch and. Whatever, a bag,
6: Wow. whatever
3: else. Jesus,
6: do you even bring Bill, that battle? Billy Butcher, episode 250, shit!
2: GPP said Peacut.
6: <laughs> Billy Butcher managing is that. Uh, the, is, that <laughs> that's really pe- is that a female was, peacock? Is a Peacut? You've
3: got to look at the feathers. And you got to count the feathers.
6: DWI 250. I saw a peacon. There you go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean,
6: he saw a
3: The second, the second they named him, it was like they're doomed. That's it. That is over. And yeah, then the, then here we are this week, and uh, a heel hurt business faction, you know, taps out. Like you said, the biggest guy in there, Dijakovic, for some reason, then a heel, uh, you know, fiend destroys them by himself. You know, why Why do I care about this faction anymore at this point? Like, you, you, they should have been just beating the shit out of everybody like they were and continued to do that now that you have identified them. And they should have been on their way as this... And then Ali comes in, boom, I'm the leader, and they just go run rough shot and continue to do that until somebody finally steps up. And you didn't do it. One one week later, you, you destroyed them, basically. And, why? you know, what's the point then? Why, you know... It- it's what They're they do. It's what Vince does with factions at this point. Right.
6: They are 2020's version of the social outcast. Remember that travesty that they did a couple years ago? Adam Rose and Heath Slater and all that bullshit. And you, you felt like, okay, this is something that they got these misfits that they banded together. They're going to actually do something. Nope. They were just fed to everybody else. And this is what retribution feels like it is a new version of the social outcast. You can call them retribution all you want, might as well call them revocation with how badly they were worked on Monday night.
5: Yeah. I mean, it, it I don't know if you've ever seen the meme before where it's like the kid and the mom talk to each other and it's like, mom, I want this. And then mom's like, we have this at home. And then it shows what it is. This is basically mom. I want the Nexus. We have the Nexus at home. This is the Nexus at home because they're just, they went on a rampage. They're going to destroy all of WWE, get rid of all the, the the toxicity and whatever. And you're not impressing me at all. Like, you have great talent as your faction, but you don't know how to execute them perfect.
2: Yeah, it's, it's interesting, too, because you now have two heel factions on Raw. Where's the baby face faction? I mean, does that mean that her business could turn face at some point? I could see that happening. Sure. But right now? No, I I don't know. It's just, it's a weird dynamic. It's kind of why I wanted to throw that topic around the horn. Um, Let's do this, let's take a quick break and hit those big three Hell in a Cell matches.
1: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.
0: We get back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com.
6: Thechairshot.com.
2: Always use your head. Gentlemen, Randy Orton taking on Drew McIntyre. I've enjoyed this rivalry. I've enjoyed the long-lastingness of the feud, uh, the work these two do together. I believe Randy Orton has done some really good work on the mic. And I think Drew McIntyre, while I don't appreciate everything word for word that he's done, I think he's grown more into his character in speaking, especially directly to the WWE universe the plan apparently if you read the filthiest of the nastiest of sheets is that down the road we're looking at an orton edge matchup at wrestlemania possibly for the title that means orton's got to win the title here at some point i don't know he's not a betting favorite to win this match do any of you see randy orton winning the title here i would love to see it personally I don't think it does a whole hell of a lot for Drew McIntyre. Um, And that's why I think DP that Drew McIntyre is going to hold on to this title here.
3: Yeah. I bet on Randy Orton at Clash of Champions uh, to, to win that thing. I thought that was the time for him. Um, And basically, you know, that obviously didn't happen. And at this point, this seems like this is basically the last match of the feud. So, having if randy orton would win it here you would assume there'd be another match between the two then i don't see that happening unless they did a quick rematch on a raw or something like that and apparently rematch clauses are back in the books so he could invoke a rematch clause but i just man i really wanted randy i'm on the same boat i wanted randy orton to win it i thought with everything he's been doing and he's been doing such a great job right now and is back to being that legend killer and and rejuvenated it would seem and this would be a great chance for him to you know hold the title one more time at least but it certainly doesn't seem like they're going that way so i you know i'm betting on drew mcintyre to win this one unfortunately i guess unfortunately but not that drew mcintyre's been a bad champion or anything like that it just i just i thought with with everything that with randy orton was doing it'd be a great opportunity for him to hold the title again for a while and Get that edge, Randy Orton feud, uh, with a title behind it. So, don't think that's going to happen, though. I think McIntyre's holding on to
5: this thing for a while longer now. PJ, I'm I'm with DP on this one. Where I wanted Randy to win at Clash of Champions, and then for some reason the the ghosts of Legends Past wanted to fight him, and quite literally, it <laughs> seems like Orton <laughs> killed. The legends so i i would like to see him win at hell in a cell don't get me wrong i i like the idea that he actually pitched i don't know if it was on like uh sam roberts Sirius xm or anything like that but i i like the idea of him and cena having a match preferably wrestlemania trying to break uh break flair's streak so i love that idea And I also have seen the dirtiest of sheets because they need to go to a laundromat. But, you know, COVID, they might be closed. Yeah, filthy, filthy, dirty, dirty sheets. Yes. And uh, I mean, I would love to see Randy win this and go on to face edge at like Royal Rumble or Mania or anything like that. So what do you think, Big Dave? Do you you think Orton deserves this or do you think Drew should hold on for a little longer?
6: Do I think Orton deserves this? Absolutely. But that's not going to happen because here, here are a couple things one is gentlemen what's the pay-per-view coming up next after hell in the cell survivor series indeed now if you're trying to make a very big splash for survivor series and they follow kind of the format they've done in the past the past couple years with what they've been doing and let's say NXT is involved is there a bigger match out there right now than a Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, Finn Balor triple threat match?
2: Uh, I, do you think they do that again? I don't like champions versus champions and stuff like they that. Might. I
6: can. They might for they... brand supremacy, like they did a year that it wouldn't. They did that last year, didn't they? They're all triple threat matches, matches and yeah. stuff.
2: Yeah, much like DP said though, that like the rematch clause is back in the books. It's always, always all in the books. It's whenever they want to pull on anything. There's a there's a stipulation to justify anything. Oh, it's the brand um, rejustification crossover that I can be here tonight. It's you know, I, I, yeah. Do I want to see that match, Dave? For sure. But I would rather see, I'd rather see Randy Orton win the title have to have him say you know what if you want to get a rematch at this title drew your best team against my best team okay so McIntyre beats Orton at Survivor Series but teams and then December is the blow off and then you start over in January I don't know I'd rather see that what I want to see Finn versus you know McIntyre you know versus Roman of course that would be awesome
6: so, I, I do think they're going to go in that direction. And, and, and that's why one reason I'm hedging my bet on Drew. But the other one is like, okay, unlike the match we're going to talk about in a little bit, Sasha and Bailey, which is kind of like at the beginning, more or less, uh, Drew and Randy, this feels like the end because they've had all these matches. You know, Randy couldn't do it at, I don't know, what was it? The horror show or some shit like that. I forget the first one he did it at. Or no, SummerSlam. And then he couldn't get it done at Clash. You'll never of see it coming. That's right. You'll never see it Except coming. Except for
2: you.
5: Except for you.
6: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I saw it coming. Um,
5: Except for if you when you go to uh, the WWE Network and watch it again.
6: That's right. Then you'll see it all <laughs> all day long. But I just feel like this is the this is the end of the feud, and I I don't see that you know if Randy couldn't beat him in a straight up match and he couldn't beat him in an ambulance match, then yes, Randy's got much more experience than drew and hell. This is drew's first hell in a cell match as far as I can recall. So Correct. he's got the experience, but I, I just, I don't think, I don't think it's remote. I mean, and that's never stopped them. The believability aspect of it, but this is drew's moment to really solidify his title reign I was with you guys last time. I thought Clash of Champions, Randy's going to be the leader of Retribution. They'll beat down Drew, throw him in the ambulance, and that would make sense. They didn't do that. I, I just – I don't see Randy Orton beating Drew McIntyre inside Hell in the Cell um, absent something really off the rails, like we're, something that we really aren't seeing coming actually happening. But I, I just think at this point, this is the end of this feud um, – you know, I, I've, I've been with you guys. I mean, I've felt a lot of the same stuff you guys have felt, that Randy deserves this. He's putting in the work. He deserves another run with this thing. I just don't see him doing it anymore. I I, I think they would have pulled the trigger and maybe had Randy survive at Hell in a Cell if he'd won it last time. But I, I don't see them making the title switch here to Hell in a Cell in this type of match. I'm My money's on Drew McIntyre as well.
2: I want to save that women's match for last Let's transition into Roman versus Jay. Now, I I want to touch on something that DP has firm thoughts and beliefs in, the fact that he doesn't like that Hell in a Cell is a pay-per-view. He wishes they would use the Hell in a Cell match at different pay-per-views to accentuate the meaningfulness of that match, much in the same way that I don't think there should be more than one Hell in a Cell match at this pay-per-view, let alone not only are we having one, we're having three. And one of them has to have an additional stipulation. That's how overused you you are using the gimmick of Hell in a Cell here. It, I don't. I. That, that's what really bugs me about it. I don't understand why now. Why can't they just have um, an I Quit match then instead of the Hell in a Cell? Why can't they leave that for the other two? Right? It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I don't see any of you really disagreeing with what I'm saying, so I guess we'll just kind of talk about what's going on with the match here. I was hoping in some form or fashion we'd end up with the family, and that doesn't seem of the bloodline, and that doesn't seem like it's happening. Because honestly, we're going to find out what the stipulation is tonight, and Naomi's on Raw, and WWE's and Abby plans of splitting up Jimmy and Jay. So I would almost bet dollars to donuts, and for all you youngins, that's a phrase that people used to use when they were very confident about betting on something that the stipulation is going to be loser leave SmackDown, and the Usos are going to end up as a tag team on Raw, and Naomi's on Raw. I know they're not traveling, so it doesn't mean as much to keep those couples apart, but Dave, this is kind of what I'm looking at for for this kind of thing, what's going to happen here between Jay and Roman.
6: Yeah, I, I'm curious what the stipulation... Remember, Roman said the stakes will never be higher. So what could that possibly mean? I, I mean, this is WWE, so they say stuff like that, and the stakes could never be higher. Means I get to go to the bathroom before you do for the rest of our lives. You know, they they could do stupid shit like that.
3: You have to so, buy me a steak.
6: That's right. You have to get, bet me. A, give me a twenty ounce porterhouse, bloody. <laughs> All right, we'll talk eight you later on. But it uh, doesn't sound bad, though. Ugh, doesn't sound good either. But you know, that's just me. Yeah, um, I don't know what the stipulation is going to be, but it makes sense. I I saw somebody had posted something that was kind of cool, like Naomi getting her in the Hurt business, that'd be kind of cool. She would be an excellent fit for that faction. But barring something like that happening, um, yeah, I mean, loser... But see, man, loser leaf SmackDown just is so cliche and so easy and lazy, which is why it probably will happen, because we're talking WWE and lazy booking, and there you go. So ring the bell for that one, DP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I... I don't know what they're going to do, Tony. I mean, it, it seems like that's 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 a thing. Or 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 I mean, what else could they have in mind? I mean, Roman wants you, to assert yes, himself. Yes, sponge a... sponge
2: yeah, bath, yeah. Paul Heyman. If you lose, oh, that. oh wow! <coughs> oh. Oh. I am the walrus. Oh, oh there's
4: not enough the fucking therapy in the world to undo Coo-coo, that. Ca-choo. Ca-choo. This ca-choo. took a
6: dark dark turn all of a sudden, man. But... <coughs>
4: <laughs> hey, hey, try uh, not to shoot that puck up
6: my pooper. <laughs> <laughs>
5: are we talking uh, Paul Heyman or are we talking Andy Reid? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, yeah,
6: I want to know what you guys did. Th- what, what stipulation could they possibly do that would measure up to Roman saying, the stakes could never be higher? Because, yeah, leaving SmackDown is no big deal. Yeah, if you lose, you have to go to AEW. Okay.
4: <laughs>
3: Done. I the only, the only other thing I can see besides... The loser leaves SmackDown, which I'm gonna guess is gonna be the stipulation, like PC said, is that you know, hey, if you lose, you and your brother are going to be my underlings, and that's how they get the family going. Is you're gonna to have to do my bidding, you're gonna be my security team, whatever, you know, like uh, you know J and J Security or whatever. You're gonna be part of my family, Ooh, my faction. They could be the new J and J Security. They could yeah. Be <laughs> So I think other than that, that's the only other thing. That's, that's it. That's the only other thing I could see him doing is hey, then that's how they get them turned and be part of the, the faction and, and do the whole family thing where they're reluctant. They're not happy to be part of it. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, this is fucking kick-ass. Let's do it. Let's destroy everybody. And, you know, break stuff and leave. Or what's the shirt say? You know, let's do it.
5: and R- Wreck everything and leave. Wreck everything and leave. Shit yeah.
2: wipe repeat. <laughs>
5: Shit, shit wipe, wipe repeat.
2: repeat.
6: Put that on a shirt. Dwi, <laughs> DWI, <laughs> yeah. DWI two fifty. Shit wipe repeat. There you go, Tuddy.
2: Jesus, we're we're getting so much. I don't I don't name the Dwi
3: podcast.
5: <laughs> but oh boy, that's
3: that's the only other thing I could see him doing. You know, uh, besides that, you know, like the same thing they're doing with like Killian Dane and and Drake Maverick and, and NXT, where Dane is just not having any of the tag team thing, but is slowly being like, yeah, we can, let's do this, you know, type of thing. So I could see him saying, hey, if you lose, you know, you're going to do my bidding. And then that's how we get that group together.
5: Yeah, I can see that happening where it's the, you're the underlings now where you have to say I'm the tribal chief or you're going to get fired or something like that as the stipulation because that was the whole thing with... Clash of Champions, or Night of Champions, whatever you want to call it. God, WCW's got my Clash brain of the night. messed up. The last pay-per-view.
6: Clash of Havoc, there you go.
5: Clash of Havoc. We're not talking about... Never mind. Anyway.
2: Great Balls of Champions.
5: God damn it, stop. Anyway.
6: <laughs> night of Fire.
5: Anyway... So I I can see the underling storyline, or they have to say he's the tribal chief and then begrudgingly join him because it's, eh, maybe there might be some truth to what he's saying, wreck everything and leave, Paul Heyman might have a point, yada yada yada, but I, I can see something else being super cheesy where it's like none of the Usos can get a world title shot or a universal title shot, so...
2: I mean, we um, and once um, again, does that does that matter? Do we ever even see no. any of them ever getting a title shot to begin with? Like, no. granted, I, I I mean that's why I I wish this wasn't an I Quit Hell in a Cell match, like, and a night where there's two other Hell in a Cell matches because mm-hmm. Jim because because Jay and Roman can work together too, right? Give them that amount of time, give them that stipulation. Don't take it away from the cell. Just have an I Quit match. They could be much much better. I. Sorry I'm.
5: I'm you. not. I'm not really sorry for
2: interrupting you, but professionally, I will say I'm sorry. Oh, they could go you. all
3: over the place with that match if they wanted to. They don't have to stay inside the ring or anything then, which they yeah, might just do they anyway. Disqualification match, an I quit match no, allows no, them to go no disqualification,
2: wherever
5: they want. Falls count anywhere.
2: I want to see Jay like beat his ass as the uh, hell in a cell is coming down and then knocks him down and the the cell just pins him to the ground and he pins him. It's like ah oh, fuck you. That would be,
6: That'd be nice. Yeah, I figured it out. And I quit. Match. They're, they're gonna bring back the kiss Roman my Reigns ass again.
2: Game. They're gonna bring Roman Reigns back again.
6: The, the loser has to kiss the other's ass. So it's gonna be the uh, kiss it, my kiss ass my match. Ass. <laughs>
2: oh, God. kiss Paul's ass. Oh, oh there you oh. go. Oh. Oh. Oh.
6: oh, there you go. Now that's oh. now, now those dates. Those stakes could not be possibly any higher. You got it, Tony. That is the answer right there. Loser kisses Paul's ass.
5: After each Chipotle or something like that.
6: Chipotle. Jeez. <laughs> Do it. Go ahead. Kiss my ass.
5: Kiss my ass, Jay. I, I just had guacamole and car ass Do it. That's a-
2: that's a perfect way to end that topic. <laughs> we, got, we got one more match to talk about, and I want to leave the ladies for last. It's been a long story. And now, Dave, I know you think this is the beginning, but this is to be easily the beginning of the end, though. I mean, how much longer are they going to go with this? Sasha is a pretty big betting favorite. She is possibly a Jedi and does have a show premiering A week from today. Yep. I am on record. Visual print that you can see in a group. I'm not all sure who's in that group, if any of you are or not. But I said, Sasha Banks will win the title using a Jedi mind trick this Sunday.
6: That would be cool.
2: <laughs> it's not gonna happen, but
6: hey, that, I mean, that'd be great on. just <laughs> she just they As, ring the belt she just force chokes Bailey until she's unconscious pins her leaves now that'd be awesome.
5: see no now if if this was a ladder match, that would be cool where Bailey's like climbing the ladder and Sasha just Jedi mind tricks that pushed up like stone cold style where it's like, oh yeah, no, you're not gonna get the belt it, 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 no, no, I'm trying to no, oh come on. And then just pushes her over on the ladder or something like that. That would be cool. I highly doubt they'd do that, but that would be cool. All right. There's
2: your there's your bandwagon nerds plug. Go to add bandwagon nerds on the Twitter. Make sure you check the show out every Monday. On the chairshot.com. I know you guys Thanks, are doing, DC. what, top, top 10 villains right now uh, throughout yeah. a couple different genres, so five weeks of villains.
6: Four weeks of villains. And, yeah, this week is the top 50 villains who aren't Marvel or DC. Which is a little difficult of a topic. Ray's got his figured out, but I'm. Wow. But yeah, this is our 50th episode coming up this weekend, so uh, I think DP needs to return. You know, he's got to be there for 50. Tony's got to be there for 50. I
5: mean,
3: you're doing uh, 50. 50. 50.
2: You
5: guys. 50. As DPP goes to get more alcohol, yes, 50.
2: I'll come on towards the end of The Mandalorian and, and uh, speak my – The only, You know what? Honestly, sometimes, though, I'm like, even if I don't want to talk, I sometimes I just want to come on and listen to the show because it's the best time for me to listen to the show. Otherwise, I don't listen to the show. So don't make that mistake, folks. thechairshot.com, Check out Bandwagon Nerds. That's what they got going on over yonder. DP, don't worry. We'll get to a winner as you before the show is over here. Check that out as well. Video yes. games, et cetera, et cetera. All right. That's all I care about. Back to wrestling. That's all I care about is my show. Winner is you. Fuck you guys. I got two shirts. Y'all can go to hell. All right.
5: <laughs> God, we need a wow. shirt guy.
2: I don't have any shirts. You don't have any. We never got really, a shirt. I just I just I know, do really good right? podcasts.
3: Yeah. I'll make one. That's
2: I'm right. Proposing.
6: You are an extraordinary podcaster.
2: Yeah. That's Mr. Like Tony. That's what I like to tell everybody. So, <laughs> Sasha and Bailey. I, I don't know what 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 kind of narrative are you are you guys Dave you're you're the one who said you think this is still the beginning of possibly the end or the beginning of the middle I'm not sure what part you thought it was the beginning of because it's definitely not the beginning of the beginning
6: I mean they've had since the breakup that one truncated match on SmackDown right and that's it and now here we are Hell in the Cell match and yes I understand that there is a a, a enormous amount of backstory and they've slow burned this and, and putting them inside Hell in a Cell makes all the sense in the world. It really does. I'm struggling thinking that this is, you know, that this is where it ends. And, and, and the thing is, it's like, I think we've all said it before. Hell in a Cell is supposed to be like feud enders. Like remember last year that travesty with the fiend and Seth Rollins. It's like Hell in a Cell is supposed to be a feud ender, not a match that leaves everything up in the air so that we send everybody over to Saudi Arabia and solve it over there. We know that's not happening this year with Sasha and Bailey. And, and I want to go with the betting odds on this thing and say, yeah, this is Sasha's match. She's got to get revenge. She's got to, you know, Bailey's held the title forever. Something tells me she's not going to win this thing though. And this is going to drag out for, I would not be surprised if they drag this out to WrestleMania and, and finally have Sasha get her payoff there. But, I you know this is this is a really hard one for me guys. I mean I'm I'm straight up because I want to pick Sasha, I really do, but it just feels like the wrong time to pick her. If that makes any sense to you guys, it, it just it doesn't feel like this is the match. I mean I mean I don't know what's her success rate inside Hell in a Cell. She's had two matches, Becky and Charlotte, lost both of them. So. She doesn't have the best track record. I know there has not been hardly any women's Hell in the Cell matches. Sasha's been in all of them, right? <laughs> At this point, she'll be have been in all of them, and now she'll have gone against all of the other three horsewomen inside Hell in the Cell. Maybe they're trying to tell a story that Sasha can't beat the other horsewomen inside Hell in the Cell. I don't know. Where'd Charlotte get drafted to? I forget. Was she Raw or SmackDown? I don't
3: think yeah, she got. Drafted. She's on Raw. She got drafted SmackDown. She's on Raw. She's
6: on, she's on, on, on Raw. 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 <laughs> Raw Ra desperately needs Charlotte to come. Listen. Back, but...
5: And here we are with the she... D part of DWI podcast with Drunken. She's not. Drafted. We're not going
2: to do this today, so. It's not oh, my no. fault. How are we going to do this?
6: Dance break. Blame it on the loose. Got you feeling Blame it on the trunk. Oh, Got you feeling Okay, it's coming down. Go ahead, Dave. Ah, I mean, I, I, I'm I, going to, by the narrowest margins, pick Bailey to retain here just because I don't think this is ending. I think this goes on maybe to WrestleMania. I mean, really, what else does SmackDown? Who else is on SmackDown who you even give a shit about in the women's division? <laughs> Toddie's like thinking, hmm. Uh, I, mm, oh, anybody? Oh. Bueller? I was oh. about to say it. <laughs> Euler because that's that's all they've got Sasha and Bailey and then it's just there's nothing to
2: be fair I really don't know who the fuck's on which brand right now I don't either I don't it's either but that's kind of one of the biggest problems I have
3: the- this is a tough year to figure that out especially with everybody a lot of people gone just because and then a lot of people you know
6: yeah, you got Becky COVID, making so. babies you got Charlotte going to raw you got Oscar on raw you got Shayna and Naya I don't know which freaking brand they're on but I'm figuring they're, on- they're raw as well Alexa went over to raw, you know. Oh, Petkins on raw, Carmella. Carmella's there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Carmella. She's who I want to see she's on SmackDown, take right? on Sasha Banks or Bailey. No.
3: <laughs> you know,
2: So we...
6: if that's really all that you've got, then this can't be the end because you've got to buy yourself time to get something built up since so you have some sort of credible challenger. Are you either you're bringing somebody from NXT like Rhea or you're putting Mercedes Martinez on there, who would be a credible challenger for Bailey or for Sasha, or or you know Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, any Io Shirai, any number of the women on NXT, you could inject into the SmackDown. But you need time to do that, and I think having Bailey win and stretching this out buys them that time, because there's nothing else there right now. So yeah. there, and I almost talked myself into believing my own bullshit. <laughs> Go ahead, guys.
3: Yeah, I mean. You know when we we've been talking about this over of the past couple of months and trying to kind of book what was going to happen and I think you know I, I was on board with this should eventually end at WrestleMania we we kind of had the idea of Sasha you know getting drafted to Raw and this was being her last chance and then the only other shot she has is getting at Becky or Becky Jesus but GB uh, uh, Bailey is to win the Royal Rumble yeah cheesy Pete's that's two fifty for huh. you. How many dope. drinks
6: have you had, DP? Just curious.
3: Uh, I lost count after six. It's, it was a long work awesome.
6: day. My <laughs> man. The science of ethanol, folks. Right here on DWI 250.
3: the science of being able to work from home every day and when you have to work on those Fridays, I'm just saying it's a Friday.
6: I hear you, man. I keep wanting to call into court drunk one day, but I'm like, I better not do that. Anyway, go ahead, DP.
5: Yeah, oh, no. God. <laughs> we uh, find the defendant... W- thirsty. He, guilty? Not guilty? Thirsty! I need another beer.
3: <laughs> you know... This whole proceeds out of order. <laughs> you want the truth? You want the truth? You can't, you, you handle, can't handle the, the truth. Because when you, you reach over and stick your hand into a pile of goo... That was your best friend's face. Y'all don't know what to do. <laughs>
6: Forget I would it, Marge. Like an hour it's because Chinatown. Half hour be over in an hour. <laughs> nice, AJ. Very so, good. DP, you Sasha, had a thought. I know you were going with something there, so but the alcohol interfered.
3: Yeah. So Sasha did not get drafted to Raw as we expected, or as I. Was kind of hoping to play out that whole bit and would have would have gotten us an opportunity to get to WrestleMania for this whole thing. So yeah, I, I it just leaves me to wonder what they're gonna do then, you know? Because if they're both gonna be on the same brand, they can have this feud go out for a couple pay per views here and end it before WrestleMania, which is a little unfortunate. But again, they could do another stipulation type of thing like Roman's doing where. This is your last shot at you know, at my title, Sasha. You got it at Survivor Series or something. This is your last chance. And if you don't win, that's it. And then she has to get through the Royal Rumble to win it or to get another opportunity. That's her only opportunity. So I still think they're going to go with that plan. I, I, I like that idea. I hope they do it. So I'm going with Bailey to continue holding this title.
5: I mean... I feel like Sasha has to win it for the payoff for this one, in all honesty. Like, I, I guess we're going to go with third time's the charm since she's faced the other two horsewomen. But, again, I I think we all agree that our Mania idea would have probably been better, where she got drafted to Raw, wins the Royal Rumble, faces Bayley, at sma- er, faces Bayley for the SmackDown title at Mania. That's how you save that. Um, <laughs> But what? (laughs) But um, I I feel like they have to give it to Sasha, especially since, you know, she's going to be on the Mandalorian, even though her episode might not be the first one that's going to premiere on October 30th on Disney Plus. Go check it out. We're not sponsored by Disney Plus, but we love Star
6: Wars enough. We should be sponsored by Disney. Disney, we will gladly take your sponsorship. Why aren't we sponsored by Manscaped yet? They sponsor every other wrestling podcast in the fucking world. <laughs> Why is not one chair shot show or Attitude of Aggression or DWI sponsored by Manscaped? I use your products. I shave my balls. I can pimp your shit. So come on. Anyway, DWI
2: two fifty. Dave <laughs> shaves his balls.
4: That's <laughs> it. That's
5: right Scott. So <laughs> I mean, come on. For the past month, I've been clean shaven. Gr- are, you granted, using
6: the, are you using the lawnmower on your face?
5: No, I can't grow facial hitters, save a fish from drowning. You know what, what are you talking
6: all, about? All bullshitting aside about Manscaped, they are a good company. They send you replacement blades, whether you want them or not. They say, Here, we know your shit's uh, all fucked up, so here's a replacement blade. I'm like, Have they charge you for it. Of course. But <laughs> I'm still like, I'm still like they send it to you and I'm like. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Thanks. I, I, I didn't get the full use out of this one, but I'll tell Here, we charged your card. One. You can have this. Yeah. Like, like come <laughs> on, man, Manscaped, Meundi, something, Omaha State.
6: But then they send you stuff that they don't even bother to tell you they're sending. It's like, well, oh, this is kind of a nice touch. You know, okay, sure. That'll work. <laughs> nice touch. Episode 250. Nice touch. <laughs> so. The bad toe touch hair nice plucker. Touch. Blood well, well, Blood nice. What did this they send you? We're going. We're, AJ, reel us back in. We're going way down the. Uh, yeah, we're radical. we're
5: going we're going down the manscaped hole. All right, come What's on. up with uh, that. Let's see. I, I, saying, I, there's
6: a sponsorship to be had. Go ahead, AJ.
5: There is. I'm not denying that. But I I feel like Sasha needs the payoff here. Pineapple soda. Yeah,ritos.
6: Disney Plus.
5: Disney Plus. Oh my god. Jim Beam.
6: Jim Beam. The amount of Vodka. shit
5: that I buy. Yeah.
6: Alpha Bay Buccaneers, they could be a sponsor.
5: Yeah, let's not say that because I might get signed to a one-year deal if that's possible. I'm not complaining if I do, I'm just saying.
6: Okay, A.J. Brown. Go ahead, man.
5: Eh, Are your neighbors making too much noise? Are you
2: tired of listening to that garbage truck back up and empty that dumpster in the middle of the night? Then try, oh, my bucking ears. You just put them right over your ears at night and you won't be able to hear a thing. I couldn't hear a damn thing and I slept great because of my... Buccaneers. (laughs) Buccaneers.
5: <laughs> God, I wish that was a real thing. You've been listening to Andrew and I about our neighbors, haven't you?
6: It's kind of like right up there with that neck basket that they show on TV. But... <laughs> neck
5: basket, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, Hell in a Cell, last match that we're discussing. Yes, yes, yes. Sasha versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's title. I would like to see Sasha actually get the redemption that she deserves for this because she's just been, like, completely... Shat on from Bailey. It's like, oh, yeah, no, you're supposed to help me. And now you're not doing anything to help me. So let's. So I think Sasha should get the women's title after this. I mean, we all know her track record. As soon as she wins it, she's going to lose it. So that was going
6: to be right, my question. I was going to say, that might be the well, story. That's got
2: to be part of the story then. She's going to have to win it. And that's kind of where I think they're going to go. I think she's going to win. I think there's going to be some way that they're going to ignore the rematch clause. And then the idea I pitched for Orton and McIntyre almost sounds more perfect for Bailey and Sasha because at Survivor Series, Team Bailey versus Team Sasha just – it sounds like a, a perfect thing to do, right? And then that gets you into December, into a blow-off match, and then you can have it refuted in January at Royal Rumble. I, I don't know. you you got to think at some point you're going to hear the line from Bailey, I'm not worried – <laughs> that you beat me because I know I'm going to get my title back once I face you again because you've never defended a title in your career, mm-hmm. right? right? That's exactly. That's got to be
5: the, where they're going with the storyline here. So, But, um, but I, to, just to go off a little bit, I also agree with the whole why do we have stipulation matches like Hell in a Cell or TLC and name them pay-per-views because isn't that the December pay-per-view TLC? Instead
2: of having Armageddon... I thought they stopped doing TLC last year. I thought it was something else. I don't remember. I thought they
6: did TLC last year, didn't
2: they? Did they? Okay. that's usually but... the spot. He's not. He's looking at porn. Uh, awesome. I can do both. I mean, that just yeah, sounds like. Port...
6: Pornhub could be a sponsor, too. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> I'll endorse Sorry, we no, I'm magazines kidding. We got some magazines and videos over there. Some are monster trucks, some are porn. Some are both.
3: one that's both.
5: Some <laughs> are monster trucks, some are monster. <clears throat> anyway.
3: Yeah, TLC, December 15th Let, last year. Let's not
5: talk about what the uh, the AJ's opinion question was from last week that was going to be discussed, if anyone remembers.
6: I mean, what Penny says, though, let's say Sasha wins at Hell in a Cell and they hold off on the rematch to TLC. What a, that would be a great way for Sasha to break her streak of not being able to defend than to beat Bayley in a TLC match to retain the SmackDown title And then we'll see where we are around the time of the Royal Rumble when you're going to have Charlotte back, presumably not Becky, but you're going to have Charlotte. And at that point, who knows? Do we get Ronda back? I know what I've heard, you know, the dirtiest of the dirt sheets, the nastiest, filthiest fucking things. Keep talking about Ronda. Keep talking about Ronda versus Becky one on one at WrestleMania 37. I don't see how that's possible.
2: I don't put even I don't even give you 50 50 that Becky's back for mania.
6: Yeah. Oh, when when does the baby do? December. December. Yeah, I, I don't think you're gonna be back in wrestling shape by April. Summerslam, maybe. Maybe Summerslam, SummerSlam. maybe. Maybe, but I could see her being
2: off until 2022 uh, Royal Rumble. Why not? That's one year. That's that's 13 months. Her first kid. I mean, let's talk about real life, right? I mean, you're someone that's Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. Hopefully, they're smart enough to have saved money now where that's not even an issue, and to know where Becky's place is in this sport, not just as a woman, but as a wrestler overall, whenever she's ready to come back, there will be a spot for her. Sorry, DP.
3: No, that's fine. My my question was going to be, what has been the weapon of choice for Bayley during this latest part of the feud between Bayley and Sasha? Oh, a chair. A so chair. A chairs match. TLC, chairs match for the title. Yeah. I can totally see that.
5: Hey, at least least both of them know to use their head.
2: And speaking of using your head, we hope you've enjoyed all of our wrestling conversation today, because that's about it. We're going to the gimmicks. We'll be right back.
3: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
5: Let's see. Dan's probably had at least about five today. Tony just went for another beer for his third. Dave, I don't know. Yeah, how the, must... I don't know how you liquored up. You are Not considering what we
6: because usually. My liquor's all downstairs, and it's too far of a walk. Hard liquor, so, fuck.
5: That, well, I'm usually pretty generous.
6: Liquor in the front, poker in the anyway. <laughs>
5: <laughs> poker, usually... I barely know her.
2: Listen, to only be popping my third beer right at this point in the show is pretty good.
3: Yeah. Well, and yeah, but how many is... before that?
5: None. It just started. <laughs> just... I was about to say, and this is my uh, fourth uh... Coke and Jim Beam, along with, like, two Modellos and a Miller High Life. So I guess that means it's Phenomenal Funky Facts time, everybody! This is total I BS. Why... I don't know why you're cheering. And one last week. What? Did he? He did. He did. <sighs> Remember, he he got a lot of those questions right, especially since the majority of them were multiple choice.
2: Is this trivia or piss off Tunny?
0: Uh, Porcano
3: Cano Is that, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. <laughs> por that is the name of the game, I think. Yeah, Porcanos Cano really?
3: <laughs> the no, name of off the name of the game
5: is why not both in Spanish? <laughs> no, no, piss off Tunny.
3: <laughs> piss off Tunny trivia. Well, P-O-T-T. Knows... It's, a, it's a big pot. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Ay, Dios mio. Anyway.
3: P-G putos. <gasps> yeah,
5: I, I know exactly what that means. No margarita included, unlike Tony whenever he speaks Spanish. So, uh, as we all know, three questions. Some of them are multiple answers, so one point for each answer correct. Uh... Dan, I know you won, but Dave, you haven't been on in a while, so I'll let you choose door number one, door number two, or door number three.
6: Oh, Not a door? guess.
2: He's my best friend.
6: <sighs> <laughs> door number two.
5: Numero dos. Yeah, and Barton I mean, I guess, it's, I guess it's perfect, since I am the NWA guy. <laughs> UWN just had the NWA Television Championship defended, Good old uh, D'Angelo De Niro, the Pope, Elijah Burke just won the television title. Go check, go 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 check out my review on uh, thechairshot.com. But we're gonna talk about the NWA. We're gonna talk about the television title. I already got my answer so... written down. No, you don't.
3: Yeah, I
5: do. Because <laughs> this is closest without going over, Damn it. and I say without going over. <laughs> Would you write so... down
2: Harley Race, Flair? <laughs>
5: right church wrong pew because we are going to talk about the television title and right church because Arn anderson has the most combined days reigned as the television champion how many days like i said closest without going over
3: and we're talking television champion Not just NWA television champion
5: Television Let's... NWA television That also includes WCW Thank lineage Because I'm not much. 100% sure if you won that
3: or not We're talking days How many days
5: Many days combined days Play the music stall Stallerson. <laughs> There's also a bonus question
3: to this
5: Oh boy Oh, fuck. oh, oh come, come on I, know. I need to plug my You're putting in a number I gotta plug my shit into. Come on. It's not just winners, you three man we oh man, potty for and all that fun jazz. I gotta plug my my oh God, I don't
3: know. Alright, I'm going with that.
6: Go ahead, Tony, say it.
5: It's just a number. Know. let me
3: show it.
6: Oh says
5: seventy-five. Tony says seven twenty-one. Yes.
6: Yes, I think Dave
5: I won. says 1,427. I did say close without going over. Dave, I am sorry. It's gonna go to PC Tunney. He had the uh, television title for 877 days combined. That's really close. I was still the closest, regardless. Oh, wow. why are you
2: yeah. why you... I know. Well, I said that. Totally That's the way I'm treated. Oh, Total you still got, the you the got a point.
5: Don't want to hear. Yeah. Punto, punto, punto. S. Punto. Yes, you are. Anyway, no, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> oh, I said point. Not punto, punto. Oh,
5: oh I didn't hear the end. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm Dang. kidding. I'm, saying, que, I'm que, kidding. Uh, but, like I said, there's a bonus point to this. As in, there's another Pork. question. So, Arn Anderson might have the most combined rains, or most combined days reigned. But who has the most reigns? Now, I'm going to help you out a little bit here. Remember, WCW also grabbed NWA's lineage for the television title. You got to think WCW, too. boy. Yeah, yeah, well... Fuck. Not sure.
2: Maybe. I don't know. This can't be it. But I'm no, I got no
5: chance. Well, let's see. All right. Tunney says Booker T. It my... Oh, come on. Dave says Flair. Dave says Flair. Oh, my God. Tunney, how do you do it, bud? It is Booker T that actually has the most with six. Arn Anderson has Four. All right, let's game. let's go with a multi question. Maybe Tony might not get this. Who knows?
6: This it's all over already.
5: Well, I hate this. And game. there's t- there's still two more questions. Tony, you're ahead. Questions. I'm not gonna let you get this choice. Here we go. Wow. DPP. DPP. Door number one or door number three? Oh, wow.
3: Uh, well, uh.
5: Total BS. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. All right, uh, I'll take door number one. Was it Stink Martin Fart, Fartendale, Stink Fartendale? Yeah, I'll take number one.
2: There we go. Flink Fartendale. Here in honor of Booker T, though.
5: Tell me you did not just just say that. that. Well, in honor of Booker T, oh, then play that. Nice.
6: Sucker!
5: Tony, I would have given you a point if you did a spin a Rooney. Not gonna lie.
6: You can still do it, Tony. Do still do a
5: spin-a-roony. That sucker! No right?
2: I'm I'm already ahead by two. I think we got this one. So we uh, You <laughs> don't
5: know this because what DPP? Good old the scientist. He picked a multi-point question. Of
2: course. so we are always points multi-points
5: when I'm up. Exactly.
6: <laughs> oh, oh <yeah>. yes.
5: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. So,
6: Synchronicity there, Tony.
5: Tony, I know you wanted to skip it, but I need to bring it up a little bit. There are four wrestlers who took part in the very first Bound for Glory and will be part of of Saturdays, bound for glory. Name those four wrestlers.
2: God, I wish I was. I was gonna write the card down on the big show sheet too, we're and I didn't. Be.
3: You should have, bud. That would
5: have been perfect. <laughs> gonna be
3: on this bound for glory, that we're on the first bound for glory.
5: When was the first bound for glory? The first bound for glory, I believe. Okay, don't start the music because I don't really remember off the top of my head. I believe it was 2005. I could be wrong. 2005 when was the piece. very first Bound for Glory. Oh, GP. Uh, it's been an impact that
2: long or that many different <laughs> times. Who's up this card?
5: I was about to say, you need to think of who's an impact right now. So I pay attention to impact. And I'll be nice. I'll be the nice brother. I'll be the good brother, because I know they're going to be at Bound for Glory. I don't. Go so check out my brother's reviews, Andrew Balaz, on his impact reviews. You'll see him doing Bound for Glory on Saturday. You'll also see all of his impact reviews on Tuesdays as well. Oh, come on. That was a good plug. Especially well, calling I'm,
2: not, us- I, I, I'm trying to think. I'm not yeah. judging you right now. I'm thinking.
5: <laughs> so there's four guys in the 2005 Bound for Glory, in the 2020 Bound for Glory. Let's see if anyone could figure any of them out, really. In all uh, honesty, here's my answers. Oh, God, I got one. <laughs> all right. So Tony said EC3, Eddie Edwards, uh, Moose Rhino. That's not
6: bad. I didn't even try.
5: Dave's not trying James
3: Storm That's the only one I got
5: Dave didn't try And Dan only put One answer And Tunny actually Put one of the correct Answers Being Rhino Uh, I'm up 3-0 now Bitches I I believe Tunny's won this I'm not even Gonna deny that Tunny I believe Won this
2: The four people That It's all over But the bragging Right now And brag away I will
5: (laughs) Winner winner Chicken dinner Ooh ooh The four people who were in the first and the current Bound for Glory were Rhino, which is what Tunny has said. Eric Young, when he was part of Team Canada. Oh, duh. Alex Shelley, who was facing Sanjay Dutt, Austin Aries, and Roderick Strong in a four-way match on The Dark Show. Austin Aries, the other one? Austin Aries is not the other one. The other one being good old... JR? Chris, Chris Sabin.
2: Oh, Chris Saban. Yeah, the Chris. Motor City Machine Guns are in a, you know, a four way tag match. So I'm actually looking forward to the North, the Good Brothers, and who else?
5: Uh, the North, Motor City Machine Guns, the Good Brothers, and Ace Austin and Madman Fulton are the tag team event. Good job, Tony. Oh, my gosh. Oh,
6: my actually... their their God.
5: He's paying attention to TNA. He's learning. Oh, my God. Josh!
6: But why? I'm
5: no. <laughs> oh, my God! What's DP, are you watching TNA? Is there one more question uh, I can no. even get a bigger lead? There is one more question, Yes. Yeah! And I'm not going to deny it. I'm not just saying this for Andrew's behalf because he's still working at the moment. I'm saying this due to the fact that TNA has actually been really good, especially with the Good Brothers just being goofy. Like they, They're they having a lot of fun, especially with Talking Shop Mania after uh impact this week right after they had a they had a, I think it was called a full keg special afterward on access where they were talking like they have a new animated show that you can see on Instagram and Twitter. Uh Aren't some...
2: they talking about doing talking Shop Mania too?
5: They are talking talking Shop Mania too. Well, I'm probably gonna cover that, not gonna lie. And they were they they were just having fun. They're they're the good brothers. Come on, have fun. Dave
2: is so bored with Impact right now. What's <laughs> no 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 no?
6: I I if I had the time to watch it, I would. But you know, between WWE and AEW, that's really as far as far as I want to go right now.
5: Which fair. I'm just saying, if you have an opportunity, if you have time, go check out. Impact. If you're telling me to watch,
6: make a choice between Mandalorian or Impact. Sorry, Impact.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's Mandalorian, no matter what. The new Warrior hey, movie's out. That's I mean, nice. Hey, that's, that's nice. I'll, I'll try to sell you on the main event. Eric Young defending the Impact title against Rich Swan. All right, stop selling Impact, and let's get to question three.
6: All Isn't right. All Rich Swan, honey. Rich Schlong. That's right, Rich Schlong.
2: Oh, uh, he um, might be rich in the Schlong department. You yeah, never
5: you know. Anyway, the last question, the last question of the night, the last question for today. Also known as Tony's Victory Lap. Tony's Victory Lap, thank you, Kyle Petty, pulling it out of your ass. Hang your head. (laughs) Hang it. Hang it low. Call me a bluth. So, uh, close is that going over again. Don't work the banana stand. Oh, my God.
3: There's always money in the banana stand. (laughs) Always. (laughs) i burnt down. Sorry, go ahead.
5: Ah, oh, jeez. Closest without going over. How wow. many Hell in a Cell matches have there been in WWE? And I'm not going to deny this.
6: Someone including this weekend?
5: Not including this weekend. And I will say this. Someone who doesn't really like the WWE product, guess the number accurately in Andrew. I
2: hey, know. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I could be...
5: No. I think I know
3: it no <laughs> Think up close without going over. Alright, you? Uh, exactly.
4: No.
2: <laughs> I think i right. Are you? No. Not even close. Tip him over and blink Fartendale. and boom, boom. <laughs>
5: I'm going to give us $1,000. Uh, I'm going to guess a 1001
6: Wow, look at these. Oh, my God. Nine, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's
0: awesome.
5: <laughs> that's Dave really said wrong. 18. Tony said 19. But Tony's not going to get the shutout. <laughs> yeah. Because Dan got a point with 20. Even though he got half of the answer, it's actually 40. Come Holy. on, guys. We have an entire pay-per-view.
3: Yeah, I figured 40. three per pay-per-view. They have doing
5: that for that going, long. going all the way back to Taker versus HBK. I got okay. thrown off when you
2: said don't include, because I was going to say 43, and then you said don't include this weekend, so I said 19.
6: <laughs> Total BS!
5: Ah, it doesn't matter. Tony still won. He uh, can still ah! He can be unlike the Packers last week. Alright, this
2: segment's over.
5: Hey! hey! asshole the chairshot.com always
2: use your head
4: i, I
5: never claim to be a sweetheart i'm just saying that right there
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't fit into the show. Gentlemen,
5: it's been a lovely 250th episode,
2: so let's close
5: it out with Last Call. A last call for
2: alcohol. What do you mean it's last call? What do you mean, what do I mean? It's the last thing we're going to talk about right here on episode 250. I do have a little project I, I wanted to put into this episode that we're gonna we're going to go through with it. Uh, I don't want to tell you exactly what it is. Dave knows what it is. You guys know what I was talking about. I would really like to turn that into an episode of its own now. So uh, look for look for something special uh, from the DWI podcast, which is going to be about the people at the chair shot and their history um, with falling in love uh, with professional wrestling. I'll just say that for now. That's a pretty good introduction to it, right, Dave? It could be a fun episode uh, kind of talking about what we talked about the other day. So Yeah, yeah. For last call today, I just want to go around the horn and just pick something. I don't care if you're watching something that's not wrestling, you're watching something that is wrestling, there's something in wrestling that you're you're really in love with right now. I don't know. You went for a walk in the park and saw a squirrel. Just take a couple minutes and tell squirrel. me what, what's just <laughs> That squirrel. It looks like something's – He always looks like he's concerned with something. You know, he's like – you see that squirrel and he's he's eating the nut and he stops and he looks over there and he's like –
6: like like Neil, like Neil, like Patrick Harris and Harold, Harold and Kumar. Like, you see that unicorn? The squirrel, the squirrel's like, did I leave the gas on? No, of course not. I'm
2: a fucking squirrel. Anyway, <laughs> I I'll go first. That was a nice Eddie Izzard reference. Gather. Yes, there's an Eddie Izzard Spitfires, <laughs> yes. right? Um, so. I'll go first, that way you guys can kind of I, – I have been slowly getting to enjoy AEW more and more. It's going on with having more and more behind itself, and I'm really looking forward to their second year. Um, and in, a, in a, a, a lateral step aside, if you are a fan of ESPN and the Dan Levitard show, Chris Jericho has been showing up every Friday on the Dan Levitard show to pick NFL games and talk with the boys. So if you're an AEW fan, if you're a fan of Le Champion, go ahead and check out the Dan Levitard show with Stu Gatz. They do some great work on over there. AJ, I know you got a little bit of the bubbly. What do you uh, got going on? One little thing you'd like to talk about today.
5: Well, one little thing that I like talking about, especially since we did kind of bring them up, watching the boys, the season premiere, their season ending for season two ending on, uh, last week. I know that you guys kind of had an idea for me, which unfortunately weekends are my date nights. But, uh, another thing I've been watching is actually, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. The show Lucifer used to be on Fox. Now it's on Netflix. I've been slowly remembering everything currently on season three and going forward. Something I've always watched. Of course, the new, uh, the new girlfriend loves Lucifer too, so I've, I've been watching it with her. And the. Uh, there's a
2: Lucifer and a Lucifer 2?
5: There's not a Lucifer 2. Come on. T O
2: O. Lucifer? T O O. She two. loves Lucifer in addition as well.
6: If anyone's also. Lucifer 2, as it's well. me.
5: As well. If there's a Lucifer 2, it's me. Come on. Or over. How many times have you been pissed off with me saying total BS and whatnot? Come on. Fabe, a lot real life not at all exactly but now i've been watching lucifer finish up the boys who knows you might see me on uh on bandwagon nerds doing a little bit of uh, trivia because i know that was talked about we might do
6: that we could okay. use that we got to get dp back first but we could use some trivia oh
5: because
2: no uh okay so here i i didn't even bring it up to you and patrick because i wanted to see if aj would do it first or was available to do it i knew he wanted to but I almost when we did the panel for the boys at the at the end of season two, I almost had AJ there for the boys trivia.
5: Yeah, sadly, sadly, I was uh, doing stuff with the the girlfriend. But I do actually have questions brought up right here on my phone, just in case. Girl, save them I'm save free, them. so you might see me on the bandwagon nerds doing some boys trivia.
6: Breaky, what a... a ripper!
5: You got. Doesn't Patrick hate trivia?
6: I don't know. I'm not <laughs> sure if he hates it or not. But I know this week we did the uh, Nerds review, and I think it's the first time we ever were unanimous in a perfect score on anything. I got to double check. But it seemed we were going in that direction. Flash Gordon for the win.
2: There you
4: go. Yeah. Well, DP's we'll
6: loud, Dave, not impressed.
2: We'll, yeah. let, we'll let Dave go last year. DP, what What have you been up to? I I, I feel a video
3: game coming on here you would think to be a video game, but actually I want to talk about some uh, television shows and then I've got something else for our guest. I want to talk about something you love PC Tunny, And we just started watching shameless. Ah, yes. yes. Great show. Fantastic. And we've been, we just got, I think we're just finishing up season one. So, Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> a lot of fun. We got a long way to go. Uh, oh we started yeah. Good that.
2: for you. I wish I was still back. It's one of those yeah. shows i'll I'll shut up after this, but to me, there's always these there's shows and movies where you watch them and you wish you could say you could wish you could erase your memory and watch them again for the first time
3: yeah yeah i I could see it for this one it's i got off to a very hectic start it was I, I wasn't sure if I was really liking it or not too much, but i I do enjoy it and it's it's a lot of fun and We've been watching that, as well as Justified, which is one I wanted to get into, because Timothy Oliphant is a beautiful man, and I don't know why, but I enjoy everything that he does, Um, you know, back to Deadwood and everything else, so I'm really enjoying watching that so far, we've watched a few episodes of that, so getting into that as well, so uh, those are our two big shows right now, now that, uh, you know, the boys are done and, and everything else, besides the regular, you know, 30-minute cartoon shows like Archer, which is fantastic, and uh, Bob's Burgers as well, and everything that uh, H. John Benjamin does, because he is a fantastic man as well. <clears throat> but before Dave gets into what he's been up to and everything, I have something for Dave that he needs to answer, and it would definitely be appropriate for episode 250, and that's it wasn't a bit me. of... Ron Strowman's favorites. Ooh. I mean, it just. It...
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it's the sensation that's sweeping the nation! This week's host for Ron Strowman's favorites, DPP.
3: Seem right to have it'd an be episode. much
2: better if you had the old set of the Merv Griffin show. My Cosmo
3: Kramer, <laughs>
2: <laughs> just call me, Sherry. It's our, it's our, it's
3: and here's our special guest, Jack Hanna.
2: What animal have you brought with us today, Jack? <laughs> get, get that squirrel out of here. Hawks <laughs> eat squirrels.
3: <laughs> oh, god. Uh, But yes, I mean, it certainly wouldn't be a 250th episode of DWI podcast without a little Braun Strowman's favorite. So since we have a special guest, Big Dave, you get the opportunity to answer this and you know how the game works. So we don't have to really go into the game of how it works. We'll just get right into it. So Braun Strowman is on a new brand. You know, we're, we're kind of stuck in COVID. He's, he's probably, uh, you know stuck with places he can go to eat and things like that. They're probably limited, you know, down there in Florida, I'm sure. Uh, I'm going to guess he's a big fan of buffets and things like that, and, you know, he seems like a seafood type of man, you know? He likes that, likes those kind of seafood dishes and things like that. So, my question to you is, what is Braun Strowman's favorite crustacean? <laughs> Yep. Franz is the answer. I know, it's an easy one. But we had to do a Braun Strowman's favorites. Had to. And that's all she wrote. for Ron Strowman's favorites. Sorry,
2: I'm a little late on yeah. No, no, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I, was <laughs> checking to, I was checking to see if Antonio Brown was available in either of my fantasy football leagues. I'm stalling. Cause I'm, cause he's I was stalling for not. ten seconds. Is. there's the audible swing. Dave, why don't you let
6: everybody know what's the one thing you got going on you want to talk about right now? Well, uh, I'm actually like there's three sh- three shows that I'm watching that I'm trying to get caught up on that. You know, this will drop my nerd cred a little bit. Um, got through season one of Stranger Things. Finally. Fantastic show. Got through season one of Game of Thrones. I've never watched Game of Thrones. Always Holy want to. Shit. Got through season one of Game of Thrones, and and now I'm into season two. My wife and I really bonded over Walking Dead, and we were religious about it through the eighth season. And then midway through season eight, when they killed the tiger, she checked out. She's like, I can't do this anymore. And I've gone back and picked it up, and I just got to the episode where Carl dies in season eight. And, man, that was just rough to go through. To see one of your what favorite spoiler, characters. He's
2: pissed because you told him Carl dies.
6: Like, it's a fucking spoiler at this hey,
2: point.
3: In eight se- in eight seasons, I'm going to get there. Can I tell you guys <laughs> I'm something? Gonna
2: just-
5: get there.
2: hey, there's dragons in Game of Thrones. I know. They were <sighs> at the end of the, of the- of season You're one. are still
5: going to be disappointed in the last season. but
2: are Hey, Dave, all- hey, hey, like hey Dave. Hey, Dave. There's oh. going to be a red wedding.
6: Uh, I've heard about that one, too. A red so that's wedding. Dinglebot. <laughs> I want to ask DP something, though. We're about a few weeks away from the new consoles launching. Winner is you. Cheap plug for winner is you, of course. Uh, What are your thoughts about the new consoles now? We're just a few weeks out. What are you seeing that's got you excited or or not excited?
3: Honestly, not much has got me excited for them. I mean, there's obviously the new games that are coming out that I'm going to want to play for, like, PS5, like Spider-Man Miles Morales graphics wise they look incredible i think bang for your buck if you're if you're looking for a console especially uh parents out there if you're looking for one for your kids the xbox series s is really looking like the way to go man like the specs are a little bit lower uh but the price is like just can't be beat man it just can't be beat. 300 bucks 200 bucks 300 bucks I think it's three hundred
5: I think it's three hundred and if you want the upgraded series, it's five hundred along with the Yeah. Well the PlayStation's five hundred like normal is four.
3: Incredible. And and it's so and it's so tiny. Like you know, you you won't even notice you have the console sitting there. That's how good that that is. So it's it's tough because it, it comes down obviously it comes down to you know, preference of, you know, those those exclusives. But if you're not really into certain exclusive games, I'm. I'm honestly. I'm leaning towards the Xbox. Wow, which I, not, that's a little surprising. Not for me. I'm. I'm. A, I'm a PlayStation. Guy. As far as exclusives go, I'm PlayStation all the way with Uncharted and Spider Man, uh, God of War. Like those are mine. Uh, MLB The Show. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. For, yeah, yeah, that's PC. true. Yeah.
6: Well, in the words of that kid from uh, A League of Their Own, can't we do both?
3: in all those dos. I mean, you, again. You, you, you that's could. why I got a PC.
5: Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Speaking of PC. It was Tony. All right,
2: folks, I want to thank. Uh, I just want to do a little bit of housekeeping here for myself and DP and, and AJ. Um, 250 episodes. Pretty cool, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, thank you to Kenny and Dave and Greg. That's chronological order to the people that have probably, not probably, but have helped us go from September of 2014 to where we are um, in 2020. Frankie DeFalco, thank you so much. I've known him since before I can remember remembering things and he's always been really good to us. Everybody around here, Beer City Bruiser, Max Holiday, Aesop Mitchell, um, Sin Bodie, I want to thank. So much for everything. Uh, Thunder Rosa as well. Just some of the people that have been really kind to us and that have come on the show. And whenever I've messaged them in the way that I'm able to, they've said, let's do it. So that's just a few people that I just wanted to thank right off the bat. Chairshot.com has been amazing. Um, my name's PC Tunney. You can find me at PC Tunney. Uh, three Man Weave and pot is War are. are They're going to be back hell or high water if I have my way. It's sooner than later. So we'll see what happens going on down the road there. Um, Yeah, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. There is a 20% off sale, I believe, right now uh, for the uh, 2 million. Uh, They've sold 2 million uh, shirts, I believe. So 2 mil, 2 mil is 20% off for this weekend. It's not a plat. Uh, promo code where it may or may not work. This is a real one. So go to go to, <laughs> to pro wrestling G's. Uh, forward slash the chair shot DP. We'll let Dave go last here. We'll let everybody know what's going on with you.
3: Well, I'll, I'll start with what's going on and just say you know that the winner is you podcast continues to go on. Uh, we can, you could can see that on Twitter and on Facebook at a winner is you the letter U, the winner uh, a winner is you. Good lord. Uh, all over the Chairshot dot com as well, uh, our our gaming podcast there, and I want to give just special shout outs as well. Uh, in the same vein uh, of PC Tunny. Uh shout out to Kenny first of all for you know as we got going. I think you know from my my recollections, he was the first one to kind of find us and and give us that opportunity and kind of get us out there, and then yeah, obviously Big Dave as well uh, being next in line for for helping us out and getting us kind of to where we are. Um, you know, we, I don't know if we, how long we would have kept it going unless we found friends like you, best friends, as PC would say, our best friend. Like My you. best
6: friend. Best buddies.
3: <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. And then Greg DeMarco uh, for sure for, for getting, getting us uh, that big opportunity to get on, on a bigger stage and everything like that. And, and starting the Chairshot.com, getting that all going and, and bringing us in, as, as part of you know the forefront of it and being you know big in, big in the line and, and starting the chair shot uh podcast and everything like that as well and christopher platt i think we both want a big shot with the christopher well, platt
2: who we <clears throat>
3: met with
2: the uh what what was their oh god i can't remember the uh do you remember their podcast with danny and uh <laughs> yeah, danny hardcore hudman yeah. and uh yeah, it was it was uh like the Happy Hour podcast. Yeah, the Happy Hour. So yeah, the Happy Hour. We had we had gotten in touch with each other because we, we were the Drunk Wrestling Intelligence, and they're the Happy Hour, and we did some stuff, and they stopped podcasting. And I said to Dan, I said, you know, I I talk to Platt all the time. I said, let's bring him in, let's bring him on, and it was great to have him on with us, and and obviously the rest is history with what how we all work together. So. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, that was going to be my, kind of my next thing was like shout out to the mic man, uh, you know, part of the show at the Woo. beginning there uh, for everything yes. that we did as, as a group. And then uh, the opportunity that we got to bring in uh, Platt as well. Uh, he was awesome and uh, has done so many great things for not only us, but for the chair shot. And now we got AJ Belaz as part of our team, which is doing awesome Woo. things. And it's just, it's just absolute fun. We can, we continue to have so much fun and brought trivia to our, to our sad little lives and total BS trivia, but it's fun and it's awesome every week. So thank you so much for that. And I give a, I give a huge shout out to PC Tunny, my partner that has been there forever. I know you're going to hate this, but I really do appreciate everything you've done for this podcast. And you mentioned Sin Bodhi. I mean, the, the people you have gotten in touch with, doing that social media stuff has opened up so many things for us, like getting in touch with Sin Bodie and the fact that I got to go to Vegas for a work related thing. And I got to go and meet D Lo Brown in person and see their facility and talk to them. The fact that I got to video chat with Jake, the snake Roberts. uh, I I remember the
2: conversation I had with, with Sin. I go, (laughs) where is the wrestling school in Vegas? Um, you Know if we came out there, what's up? You know, he's like, Well, just let me know whenever you're gonna be out there. So I'm not the one going out there, Dan's the one going out there, <laughs> and I'm messaging Sin like, When are you gonna be around? When can you stop by? When can Dan stop by? And yeah, then, uh, you yeah, deal all that was that was I still remember that whole time.
3: Yeah, it was still it was still so cool and just was so awesome that I got that opportunity to, to go. You know, at a work trip, I'm like, "Hey guys, I I got a thing after the sh- after you know works over." I'm like, "I'm going, I'm going to meet these guys and and see what they got going on in the facility." And it was just so cool that we got to do that. You know that 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 those opportunities have opened up for us to to kind of live some of those dreams of like, "Hey, we got to talk to some of the guys we watch wrestle all the time." Is like really cool. I mean, and I'm, I'm leaving out a ton of people. You know, we talked to the Beer City Bruiser and got to see him wrestle locally is like so cool and you know frankie defalco who's helped us out so much and you know the fact that we've got to hang out with wrestlers you know at the bars like you know ring of honor wrestlers and shit like that like that's just so cool i know you got a hell of a story for that dalton castle is (laughs) following me in the bathrooms (laughs) it's just I, i just i can't imagine you know, where we would have been without the help of everybody, you know, and now we got there. So I just, I thank everybody so much because it's just so, it's so cool. It was such a fun ride. And I, you know, the fact that we've gotten to see these people wrestle live in person and got to talk to them live and, you know, it's like, man, that is, that is some fun stuff. You know, when you're a kid watching wrestling, you don't think you're going to actually meet some of your people who you thought, you know, are your heroes or stuff like that. It's like, Man, that is a lot of fun. That is pretty cool. So, thank you to everybody who has helped us out along the way from episode negative ten to to now, basically. So, <laughs> follow that, AJ. <laughs> I
5: I mean I really can't follow that in all honesty because you know I'm uh. I'm in the same boat with DP where it was you know watching wrestlers actually getting to interact with them like. Years ago, I actually got to see a meet-and-greet with Shawn Michaels, got his signature. I actually still have the picture that he signed near me right now. I don't have it hanging because I don't have a spot, but, you know, actually going on, as soon as I came back to Andrew and whatnot, living in his house, coming on to the one episode of the Pot is War on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and randomly just out of nowhere with a little bit of the bubbly uh, special that they had, I don't remember if it was you or it was Platt that said, yeah, bring bring AJ on real quick, or as I'm known as in Pot is War, and I thought it was you, Tony. And I thought it was, but I, I'm not 100% sure. It's a little fuzzy with me, especially since I've had a few drinks in me. But, you know, bring him on. Let him talk a little bit. Good old uh, brother of balls, as they like to call me over there Bob. on Pot is War. <laughs> Bob. Bob. You got to talk a little bit. He's not just All a writer, it. folks. It's better than ba- it's better than baby balls. Better than baby balls. That's true. It, it, ba- ba- baby balls and big balls. I think was the original idea. Like, not brother of balls. Just go with that. But um, and then randomly one, it was either February or March. I'm not 100 percent sure when it was. Like, yeah, how about AJ join Dwy with us and whatnot. And ever since I've been, uh, I've been talking to you since. I'm pretty sure it was late March. I could be I could be wrong on that, but late March, bringing, you know, all of our fun little trivia and whatnot. Big shout out to uh, Greg DeMarco for the website in general and everyone who's given opportunities to all of us. You know, me with the podcast with Tunny and Dan, Big Dave showing up as a big guest and being the big role model for all of us for the podcast and everything, so... All I can say is I'm grateful. I'm thankful for it because in all honesty, I didn't think I would be part of a podcast in all honesty. So going on. I'll tell you,
2: I'll tell you you this Uh, before uh, Platt came on and before you came on DP and I had very brief conversations and I both times said DP, I said, "You, you can insert your name or Platt's name. I said, why don't we bring this person on to be on the show full time? And DP said, yes, most definitely. And that's exactly how both conversations went.
5: I I can believe that. And then, like I said, I heard from Andrew randomly one day, it's like, yeah, Tony wants you on DWI for Fridays. Let's do that. And I'm like, sure. Why not? I got nothing better to do. It's, it's, this is right when COVID started the whole quarantine and everything. So I'm like, sure. Why not? I'll, I'll I'll join in.'ll I'll have a little bit of fun, give me an excuse to actually drink other than I'm bored. And look so... what we did.
3: look what we did for you. We, we got you clean shaven, we got you a job and a girlfriend. What else would you want <laughs> from the DWI podcast?
2: By <laughs> the way. By the way, you're fired.
6: <laughs> Talking about oh, yeah by being the way Mo a- a- <laughs> nice
3: a-
5: Really? You know, I can actually talk. Sometimes I'll slip up the umas on the podcast every now and again. As Andrew badum, likes to call me
3: the um
5: master.
3: Badum, 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 badum. Badum. But
5: um, uh, but um, but um, but um, but um. But no, I'm I'm very thankful, especially being part of not just 250, but since March, being part of the entire family.
2: Dave, what's going on in Daveville?
6: Oh well. Guys, thank you so much for allowing me to be part of the 250th episode. And since I'm the only one here, I feel extremely honored that you guys let me come on here and celebrate this momentous occasion with you. I think you were on our 250th. I'm sure you guys were. So uh, it's been it's been a great ride talking to you guys over the years and and just sharing so many stories about wrestling and just the hijinks and everything that goes on and. It, 250 couldn't have happened to a nicer couple of guys. Uh, as far as me being a role, role model, fuck that. You don't want me as a role model. That's, that's like uh, Charles Barkley. You're better off having him as a role model than big Dave because it's terrible. Yeah, oh, I know. Terrible. Wow. <laughs> terrible. But it's, uh it's been great. And a shout out to Thunder Rosa, the best wrestler in AEW, who's not actually part of the AEW roster. So, you know, um, but yeah, congrats again, guys. And, and, Other than that, man, nothing else is going on. You can check me out at Attitude Ag, that is at Attitude A-G-G. You can check me out on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. You can catch me as a co-host of Bandwagon Nerds, at Bandwagon Nerds on the Twitter. Um, Yeah, episodes drop every Monday. We are rapidly approaching the one-year anniversary of the show, which resembles nothing like what it was when it started it was nowhere near what it evolved into that is for sure and uh there's a there's a there's a uh behind
2: the band behind the music woo. for the beginning of uh, bandwagon nerds i can Fine tell you nerds. that yeah
6: the fifth Jeez, we got ri- we got rid of the fifth beetle or something like that, i can so. i can
2: tell you i can tell you how all that went down from my perspective one day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everyone a very interesting very interesting day involving drew Brees.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah that, that to, to put it lightly but yeah, that's that's where I'm hanging out at and uh still watching wrestling when I can, still talking wrestling with you guys. And you know, if it wasn't for you guys, I would never put out anything probably, which I hardly put out anything anyway, because I have more fun just talking to you guys than doing my own shit. Who you wants to if, do
3: that? You're saying if it wasn't for us you wouldn't put out?
6: That's right. <laughs> exactly.
5: So so what you're exactly. saying is the three of us are all pimps, and you're our yes. head bitch. Okay.
6: I'm your bitch, yeah. that That's the stipulation that just announced it tonight, that the loser has to have I'm your bitch tattooed on his butt cheeks. <laughs> so there you well, go. Well,
2: it's time, once again, for everybody to come aboard the train. All right, folks, I thank you for the 250th time for tuning into this podcast. I really do appreciate it um that's it we did it again my name's pc Tunney for dpp a.j balaz and my best friend david ungar
6: did you just quote like britney spears lyrics there i'm just we did it again is that what you were doing
5: <laughs> oops. oops we oops we did it, did it again it 250
2: i think i <laughs> the oh this. baby oops. baby and No, I'm not going there. All right. My name is PC Tony. For DPP, AJ Belaz, the best friend one podcast could have, Mr. Dave Ongar. Episode 250, goodforthechairshot.com. Go over there. There's something for everybody. Sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. And you've been
4: listening to another edition
2: of the podcast known as D. D. Uh,
6: <sighs> I, 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 I,
5: I, my ears.
6: My eyeballs.
5: My earballs.
6: My earballs. Are we going back to the eye for an eye match? Just check. Oh, oh, God.
4: Go.
6: No. I'm on day nine of my treehouse of horror lead up to Halloween. Woohoo.
2: I can't even find it now God damn it I <laughs> do
6: that really Is how it? the episode's going to end?
2: No, I'm really ripping damn, to find I'm what I'm trying so to find it right fine. now That, Dude, that, it, that it does really, you know
3: sum up everything over 250 episodes I can't fucking find it
6: DWI <laughs> 250.
3: And so it was good. right
2: above the last thing I and played right Are you ready there. to end the
3: show, DP? Are you
2: ready to end the show? Let's make it happen So does Roy. Yeah, they do <laughs>
1: Ah, jeez.